0: Golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway.
1: Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big Nassau going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls. We love it. And turn on the lights. I love Hello,
0: Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with fastest text on the planet
1: <laughs> will i am perry i wish everybody got to see the dance that you just did before uh, you said all that oh you didn't like no i it. saw it oh i did the oh. camera didn't see it
0: oh you're kidding come on we're live we're doing that facebook live thing and uh, you can uh, catch us at the golf insiders and tweet us at the golf insiders and Will is just keeping yet
1: for new head coach connected. Tom Thibodeau and, and the Wolves. Dennis see. Newman, Richie Adabado, they we are and center for on. us tonight. We'll chat with them
0: Come- <laughs> live radio. Don't we love it?
1: That's what it's all about.
0: <laughs> Come on, Tom. I was just getting started. I'm almost over this cold, so just you know. us on
1: our toes. You say right something out of the about gate.
0: my morning voice here, my friend. He, a, a
1: previous regime here.
0: <laughs> I've left something up. You're good now. All right. So uh, sit back. We got a great hour of golf talk tonight. Uh, okay. Will? Uh, Rod Pampling.
1: Ten years in the making.
0: Winning in Las Vegas for his first PGA Tour title since 20- 2006. <laughs>
1: <laughs> doesn't quite flow off the tongue.
0: No, it doesn't. Um, and... Uh, a big, big win for him. An Aussie who uh, has been out on tour uh, for a long time, 47 years old.
1: Definition of like the true journeyman who, you know, just continues to play, continues to grind it out.
0: Yeah, and, and was grinding it out against a major champion, Lucas Glover, who has fallen off the map for a few years and now he's had a couple of top 10s he's having a
1: resurgence uh what was it two top 5s is the most that he's had in years it might i i I was when I was watching golf channel I remember if it was yesterday or today I think they said something like 2007 2008 2009 like that's how long it's been since he's put a stretch like that together which is surprising for someone like Lucas I mean he won a US Open at Bethpage for
0: he did, but you know what's interesting, and they talked quite a bit about this, his putting stats. He's
1: always not been a great In
0: player. the basement. And yeah. so, you know, we all know you can hit it straight, but you got to putt for the dough.
1: Absolutely. You got to
0: get it into the cup. But, um, hey, you know, this is what I keep saying. The 40-somethings still got lots of game. They're bringing that into That's the true. Champions Tour. And a little blog I just wrote you right did? about uh, I think we're missing the mark obviously we've got to keep bringing, um, you know, youngsters into the game, but uh, there is a bucket load of 30, 40, 50-year-olds out there, 60-year-olds who could certainly support our great game of golf and could play for a number of years. That's the great thing about about golf is that, you know, you can pick it up and – you know, if you stay healthy, play it a lot longer than you could play basketball, into baseball. Into yeah. Tennis, I mean, even sure. if you have bad knees.
1: One of the things that I thought that you mentioned that was interesting, and I think as golfers, you know, we always kind of overlook this aspect of how um, intimidating the game can be um, from a perspective of being a beginner and not, you know, you even mentioned your friends walking into the clubhouse, you know, like, what do I do? Um you know, going out to a course, which everyone, you know, most golfers are out there to play, you know, 18 holes. It's a five hour process. Um, you know, it's very regimented. It's very structured. Um, but to the beginner, they don't know any better. They just want to go out and have a good time. And I thought that was pretty cool how you introduced the game to your friends. I think you only played six holes. Um, you know, that could, that still maybe because you were teaching them still probably took maybe what, two hours. So, I mean, you think of it for a beginner to give up two hours to go play golf. I mean, that's a considerable amount of time considering what you guys took to also drive there and warm up and everything And this. It's not to harp on the negative side of golf. I mean, we're all aware how long the game takes from start to finish. But, um, you know, I was that was something that I was intrigued by and actually in what you had written. Well,
0: it's amazing how many times and I've I had an experience. um, Oh, gosh, this must have been 12 years ago or so. Uh, was playing in a little event, mixed um, industry event, with some women out at celebration, and we started, you know, off and played. I don't know three or four holes, and one of the women in the group was a high handicapper and um, had a great attitude, given that she was whacking away and you know having tens and twelves, and uh, you know still managing to enjoy it somehow. Most of us probably would have uh, packed it in <laughs> after the first hole, but. Uh, Along the way, all of a sudden, I realized that they had learner tees. And I said, Judy, I said, wait a minute. There's a tee for you. Come on. You're going to start playing these tees. Well, it was amazing to see the entire shift in her whole uh, experience, the minute she felt like she had a place to go. And now she was able to play the game from, you know, 100 yards out and feel like she was playing along with us. Mm-hmm. Now she was hitting the green in, you know, three <clears> or four, and having a chance to make a putt, you know, for a par. And her whole demeanor and experience completely changed. And that was the, one of the things I was looking at as I'm watching, you know, these two friends of mine who are relatively new players, uh, you know, as they're standing on on the, tee, the opening hole, par five, we're out at Eagle Dunes, and... You know, going. Oh my gosh, this is you know terrorizing. As I've often as I've often explained it, uh, you know, for beginner golfers, it's like taking a ski lesson, having your instructor take you up to the black diamond slope after an hour, and uh, saying, "See at the bottom, have a good time, True. catch me if you can."
1: Yeah, if they had, what I, fun is that? There's not. I had just started learning or just learned how to ski for the first time back in. What was it? March. And if they had done that to me, I would have been like, "I am not doing this, not doing this." Yeah. Well, I think so, you
0: know, I think for many a beginner, whether you're, you know you're a guy or a woman, uh, you know that often is the is what it feels like. And I think we can do a lot more things to um, make the game more inviting. And it doesn't even have to involve big, huge initiatives, as I mentioned in my. My blog, how about just something as simple as a little sign that says, "Welcome New Golfers." Wow, what a concept you yeah. know I think that would make you feel good when you walked into a pro shop
1: for sure uh
0: and again, you know, having some tea markers out you know in the in the fairway so that you know beginners have a place to to go and feel like they've got their tea uh, I've just never understood this. You know what you know put put some artificial pads out there, you know if the superintendent's worried about you know
1: scuffing it all up, scuffing
0: it up and, and, you know, not having a pretty little tea out there. There's ways we can do it and and we need to do it. And, um, and I think there's plenty of market in the 30, 40, 50 year old crowd.
1: Well, like you were saying, those are the, those are the folks with, with the money to be able to make it happen. That's for sure. And in order to be able to take up the game.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, we have the champions tour, the Charles Schwab cup. That's Finishing up this week out in Arizona, we're going to be talking to Barton Capellian from the PGA Tour dot uh, com about what's shaping up for a great finish to the champions tour. And we're two weeks away, Will, from the CME, the LPGA grand finale, and interestingly, we do not have an American player in the mix, despite the fact that uh, they, let's see, um, we had the U.S. Open champion.
1: Uh, Angela, Sta- wait. No, Jessica Korda. Just, no, no, I don't know. I'm totally, I, I'm, I'm No, t- I'm, I'm, Angela t- Stanford.
0: I totally have too much cold
1: medicine in my head. <laughs> but
0: anyway, we do not have an American in the mix, and it's boiling down to a very exciting uh, mix between.
1: Two youngsters. Yeah, The ones Coe. that we've talked about all year long.
0: And. Are
1: You were closer to getting it that time.
0: <laughs> but don't make me spell it.
1: No. <laughs> uh,
0: so, you know, very exciting stuff happening. Uh, that, that tournament in, in Naples in a couple of weeks. They're in Mexico this week at the um, uh, Lorena Ochoa tournament, which, of course, uh, many, many of the players enjoy attending her invitational.
1: The newly crowned uh, Hall of Famer. That's right, yep. and
0: we had uh, the Turkish Open, which Rory and many of the players did not attend, including mm-hmm. Tiger, and
1: another name that you love pronouncing, Thorbjorn Olsson.
0: Thorbjorn Olsson. Yeah, um, that's make,
1: another tongue twister. <laughs>
0: making uh, his his big win, and we know um, the race to Dubai coming down the stretch here as well. So,
1: just uh, two more weeks. This week they're in South Africa. Next week is the DP World Challenge, and in Dubai, and you know, that's the big one for them.
0: It is. So, uh, we have a lot of golf talk still going on Always as is. we're uh, racing through November. So, stay with us, the Golf Insiders 96 9, the game. More golf talk coming up.